DACA, ITIN, first time home buyer or want to invest? Ambar Mendez is a bilingual agent with Remax Real Estate Results, ready to help you. Call or text her today to talk about buying or selling property at 479-879-3398. Hola, me amo Beth Coger y me gustaría servirte en el Congreso local como juez de paz en el Distrito 6. El futuro en el Condado de Washington depende mucho de nuestra comunidad inmigrante y trabajadora. Yo luché con otros para terminar con leyes anti-inmigrantes como la 287G y lucharé para que nunca regresen. Como su juez de paz, invitaré a todos a participar para mejorar nuestra comunidad. Por favor, voten por mí, Beth Coger, como su juez de paz, Distrito 6 del Condado de Washington. Este mensaje fue pagado por Friends of Beth Coger. We're back. I don't know what episode this is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't check the episode number, but um, we're back. This is the District Three Podcast. My name is Irvin. I'm Manny. And um, let's be honest. I mean, the whole point of of this episode months ago was about <laughs> it being Halloween, about it being scary. You know, about maybe talk about the Crescent Hotel. Maybe mention the Arlington Hotel in Hot Springs, but. Real life is more scary than Halloween life. Life's pretty terrifying. Twenty twenty has been crazy, um, but you know we've got uh, we've got this goofy <laughs> spooky. Can people music. hear us with that loud music that yeah, was playing in the back? It's like come on. Um, but, yeah, man. Like life, real life is uh, is scary. You know, yeah. At the moment, just with everything going on, you know, pandemic and uh, politics in general. You know, like locally, it's it's gone pretty ugly. Man, I mean, who would have thought, you know, it, it, for for it to change, I, I guess change hurts, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what's going on is that uh, people don't like change and it's been evident that there's been change coming. Um, yeah. And I think we've always felt those ripples of change um, individually, um, but it's never happened on a political stage the way that we've kind of been seeing lately um with the races that you know are are here locally yeah and it's like uh, i've seen stuff in springdale and fayetteville in rogers you know of of uh, people that are intimidated by people of color uh, running for office and winning you know and so they kind of 
start these smear campaigns to unfortunately try to cause damage to people's campaigns instead of trying to uh, have a discussion about ideas, which I believe should be the reason that the, the way the campaign should be ran, you know, right. and and try to keep it as positive as possible. But we know that's not how it's supposed how it, people want it to be. That's that's the very unfortunate part. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I mean, man, I don't even know. So, y'all, we're just going to break it down this episode. Like, we're just like we're we're trying to catch up with everything that's going on. And I think, you know, this is probably the most important time to talk about this stuff um i want to talk about halloween stuff manny but it doesn't <laughs> seem like i'm going to be able to talk about the crescent hotel yeah which is something i wanted to do just because like it's so important specifically us being able to have this platform you know being live on the radio and at the same time uh, having our podcast being uploaded online it's important that we use our platform to make sure that the people that do listen if they haven't voted yet to show up to vote right and yeah. that's um, that's always that's always like one of my biggest concerns every year. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, we we're getting all these notifications through Facebook, through Twitter, through Instagram, through TikTok, like that tell us, hey, like, are you registered to vote? You can check here, you know, if if you are registered, or you can download a form online. Like, they're doing a good job at making sure to get people's attention, but are people actually? taking that into consideration and following through with that that's my concern to be honest yeah i mean so from what i've seen and i'm glad you brought this up because I, I wanted to talk about it is that you know it nationally there's an uptick in early voting a lot more people are voting um, early in their states which usually leads to uh just generally higher turnout um and growth of the electorate which is exactly what we want i mean i, I we want as many people voting and makes our democracy as representative as possible. Right. Um, but what worries me here locally mm-hmm. is that, uh, the data isn't showing that Latinos are voting mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously you and me have worked a lot on that. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it probably hurts us more. <laughs> it probably hurts us more because we've been registering people. I know we've man. been talking to people in both languages, yeah. trying to get their attention. And like, um, I I have hope that that our people will show out in the last week right, right. Or, or unfortunately even until election day. Yeah. You know. I and that's I mean what we saw in the last you know two elections is you know we're we're running on our own time, you know, the colored people time thing. Yeah. Sure like it's it, it that's just a myth but it, is it, it, it is it. You know the data doesn't show that it's a myth. Um, a lot of, of Latinx people are going to go vote on election day. I hope as many people, um, as possible go out within the next nine days. I think it's nine days that we have left. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's weird though, because I feel like just based on what I see on social media, mm -hmm. there are a lot of people more engaged. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering to myself, are these people that are like, are engaged politically and have been outspoken, you know, whether it being against Trump or against racism locally here like are they still trying to figure out like which candidates to like do they not feel secure yet of their choices and that's why they're taking a while yeah and yeah that's that's the main thing that i think it is i think because i also see that activity as well right Mm -hmm. i I see that there are more people talking about politics more people paying attention to their local issues Mm -hmm. um so i feel like not all like that's stuff we talk about, but there's so many organizations now that are working on that um, yeah. here locally. There are like great people trying to get that word out on the importance of being civically engaged. Um, 
and and I've seen that that uptick. So it makes me wonder, you know, are we satisfied with seeing it on social media? Yeah. Uh, to a degree, right? Like, is is it like, hey, we're talking about it, we're letting each other know, um, and but you know, are people actually following through yeah. and doing the final thing mm-hmm. which is going out and vote i you know and i see my friends posting it i i see people have you, that have you texted them be like hey have you i think that's where i'm, I need, I need I'm text my cousins ball, right? i need to be like like I'm, my sister yeah i mean she told me she was like hey i'm heading to the poll right now yeah like you know obviously they're like who should i vote for and i'm like okay this is what you should vote for yeah but um there are other people within my life who haven't voted yet mm-hmm. you know and and I guess I can kind of talk from personal experience that they are kind of still waiting. They're just kind of just still trying to figure out. I'm not in a rush. Like, let's I'll I'll figure out the the thing. My stepfather hasn't voted. My brother-in-law hasn't voted yet. Like, my cousins probably haven't voted yet. So I'm going to be texting them tomorrow morning and be like, yo, this is where you can go vote. I mean, and to confess, like, I've also have not voted yet. Mm. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm. Maddie calling himself out live on the right, 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 right. But <laughs> you know, cool. it's it, for me. It was just like I'm. I'm gonna go as a family. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going the day that we all can go. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it, maybe it's that. I'm hoping that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I think it will be because I mean, we're in a very like, uh, an, I don't want to say just difficult, but in a time where our families are being targeted. Yeah. You know our our livelihoods are being targeted and sometimes people are just busy but i feel like people like us who are engaged politically or have a platform we have to continue to remind folks you know it's important for you to show up and i right. think that uh within the next week i th- we should see a change in the numbers i'm very hopeful you yeah. know and yeah. we're and we're going to be doing our part on social media and on this platform to continue to pressure folks to to show up yeah i'm in i guess you know just to remind people, it's just like our our vote isn't, especially as a Latino, where your family might have been here longer than you've been alive, but they're not allowed to vote, right? Your your vote counts double for those cousins that can't vote, for those nieces. Sometimes your own siblings can't vote. Um, and going and, and ensuring that your vote is counted and, and made um, just for them is is important but i also think like latinos they do usually go vote in a family right they go in a group so i I think like once that happens um you know i I think we're gonna see a surge hopefully in the next week because like i told you i mean i went to vote at the civic center which is a pretty cool occasion to to vote yeah we're actually here we're here right now (laughs) i forgot that we're here for those of you that don't know we're coming live from the civic center the polling location there's a lot of signs Uh, out there there's like a bunch of signs it's actually crazy isn't that nuts yeah like how do how do we end up here maybe that's a conversation for another day (laughs) (laughs) but i think i I was really worried because i think you told me you were the you were the person to tell me that the rodeo uh, the Sprino Rodeo, it wasn't going to be a voting location anymore. Right. And I was like, conspiracy. You yeah. Know? I was yeah. like, who did this? But then, but I don't know if the per, if the people that had the, they made the decision to uh, not use that location because I guess some, there was some being, some maintenance being done or something like that over there. I mean, the Civic Center is probably the place where most Latinx folks like know, you know, so right. I'm not sure if, if there was any bad intentions or what, what happened with that. But th- the fact that the, that the voting location is here it's good for it's, 
for brown folks. And as as a voting location, it's so much better. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, and nothing it's against like the the other locations. It's just huge. Yeah. Um. So you just have so much space for workers, and and especially in a time during a pandemic, man. Mm. Uh, to be able That's to true. have people socially distanced. Um, and you can eat some tacos afterwards at Alex I mean, Taqueria. Right, right next door, man. You got the Alex Taqueria right here. You want to go get a drink, come and go. It's like right right by. If you want to get an alcoholic drink, the liquor store is down the road. So it's like everything's right here, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Because sometimes when you look That's at the true. ballot and you see some of the people that, you'll have, that you're forced to vote for, I mean, you might need a drink afterwards. So yeah. um, the Civic Center is a cool location. I came to vote on Saturday. Um, I was telling folks, like, I'm going to vote the first day. Like, I'm passionate about this. Then I forgot I was going to California. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I was first like. First of all, I, I got to get on you about that. About what? Like, how are you going to take a vacation right as. Ooh, as the, man. Oh, I got to take care of my mental health, Manny. We, talk, know, about, right. we talk about mental health here. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. I, and I got it. Like, I, I get it. It was one of those things where it was like, man, I felt bad. Like, I was like, I should be out canvassing and stuff like that. But. At the same time, like, I need to take care of myself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. People yeah. tell me that all the time. So it got stuck in my head, right? But it's like, now I'm here. There's nine days left. Let's go all out. Let's go canvas. Let's go uh, be on social media and inform people about um, about voting, you know? And I think it's, it's super important. And right now, more than ever, I mean, not only is, are our lives being affected on a national scale, um, but it also are being affected in a more local scale here in springdale specifically we have three people of color running which is amazing that's never happened right for um, the springdale city council have we ever even had we've never had a person of color run i don't think we have in no. the in the history of springdale and this time around i mean we have derek van vos uh, kevin flores and mayra carrillo uh, three very different historical campaigns you know kevin being salvadorian american De- uh, derek being uh, African-American and and Mayra being Mexican-American, they're all very different, you know, and just seeing those races play out and unfortunately a lot of the racism that they get just simply because being candidates of color, I mean, is a threat to the status quo, is a threat to the way the city has been ran for, for decades and... Um, it, yeah, it just, it doesn't make any sense to me, man. Like, it's it's just like... Um, you know, because really, I don't think we've even had an opportunity to really talk policy, really even hear from any of the candidates mm-hmm. about, you know, what would be different in, in, in their, um, if they were elected. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just been like a straight up, just a play on, on race yeah. the whole time. And that's like that's so disappointing Mm -hmm. and people are going back and forth on backgrounds now and i i am it's only the people of color whose backgrounds are checked right the other candidates that are not people of color we haven't heard about their backgrounds you know like and and because nobody's gonna do that digging (laughs) what nobody's gonna do that digging on people well because it's i mean like it's because it's like our morals are like to win based on ideas, not right. not on negativity, not on like tearing someone down. Uh, you know, because like, for example, you know, Tom Cotton, like he's done a bunch of horrible stuff in regards to like uh, immigrants and, and, and stances that he that he's had. But like if I rather talk good about, for example, in this case, you know, Ricky Harrington, who's a libertarian yeah. running for 
uh, which I've never, I don't think I've ever voted libertarian before, but right. I just did <laughs> because, yeah. you know, and it's like, and we focus more on like what the, what the candidate that we support is doing instead of talking just so much or just investing so much energy on people like Tom Kine. Um, but that's just what it is, man. People are just, you know, like I posted on Facebook to, uh, yesterday, I was even mentioned on a flyer. You know, on a yeah. uh, on a hate mail that went out here in Springdale, it's calling me like an anti police activist, which I but didn't even never, know I was. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You, I don't think you've ever made a statement. Like I have. On, first of all, I have family members that are police officers. Yeah, people that that I'm friends with from high school. Right, we know. both have family as yeah. police officers, so it's like you can't even pull it from the show. So it's like I wouldn't like my. I guess my mentality is like, okay, first off, Black Lives Matter, right? Yeah. And always, always say that. Always, always say that because you know. We do have to be better allies to our black brothers and sisters and stand with them whenever there's any form of injustice. And I think that's prime, like that's my priority. But second of all, I'm not a hateful person. So I would never say, you know, like death to this person or like, that's just not me or, or F this person, like, that's not me. So the fact that people like me, just because I'm outspoken are being dragged into campaigns simply because I'm supporting candidates of color is very wrong well you know? and, and i also think it has some something to do with the fact that you have a latino name mm-hmm. that like if people look you up you're you're a brown person yeah. people, if somebody says who who is Irvin camacho they google you or they facebook you they're gonna see just a, a brown face so it's like it, it also plays into the race thing to me and that's like i just i don't it disgusts me to even think that we're still there. Well, even candidates of color, like the the candidates of color running here for Springdale, um, they get a lot of comments, literally just asking them, "What are your stances on law enforcement?" Hmm. Right, and that that question doesn't get asked to the other candidates. Right, uh, it only gets asked to questions of color. I mean, to to candidates of color, simply because either one they want to they want to make sure that they get a screenshot of their reply. If it's like something like, you know, I'm concerned a little bit about you know, uh, police brutality, like they want to screenshot that. Like they don't want to have conversations to, to know, you know, why does a person have the opinion? Is it based off experience? Is is it based off of their, their family's experience? They mm-hmm. don't want to have that conversation. They want to have a screenshot and they want to make the person of color look bad simply because, you know, they want to be open to the idea that our criminal justice system needs some sort of reform mm-hmm. because it's it's not broken. I mean, it was meant to be that way, unfortunately. And I don't know, like thinking outside of the box scares people and they and they they just like to stick to one lane of this is how you should think and this is how you should vote. And if you think outside of this lane, you're wrong and you're a menace to society and you're a danger to our democracy, which is very unfortunate. Yeah. And I think about um, I know a lot of conservatives who who will complain about GOP will complain about Republican elected officials because the the Republican Party does such a crazy job of like indoctrinating people like hey you're we'll help we'll help fund you we'll help you get elected um, but this is the platform that you have to run on right and uh, I I was at a meeting um, earlier this week and I saw the the platform that the Democratic Party was putting out um but they you know made the disclaimer you know we're a huge party uh, we're an ind- we're independent thinkers this is what we think but obviously our elected officials are going to do what they think is best because that's what's going to get them elected 
Um, but the 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 Republican Party is just throwing out and the hate mail too. I mean, that's that's what I don't understand. It's just like they indoctrinate people to hate. Um, and I like, I mean, I have friends that are Republicans mm-hmm. and we, and we have discussions. We, we're going to disagree on a lot of things. Um, most of the things that we disagree on are like economic things. At the end of the day, I think most of us agree that Trump has been terrible for human rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why so many people are, are switching sides and voting for Biden this time around. But just like the, the hate mail, I don't understand because there's, there's no, there's no reason to take it there. I like we saw. I don't know if the Republican Party put out the thing that had your name on it, mm. um, but then you saw some of the stuff that went out for against Joyce Elliott, and in Pulaski County, um, you saw the thing that went out against Megan Godfrey, yeah, which is like a picture of her like as homecoming queen. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> so like, funny? Oh, like that's just so random. But they can't even do like the hate mail right. Like it is. <laughs> first of all, the the one that I showed you, uh, well, I mean, the one that I was talking about earlier about like having my name on it has a lot of like typos. It's yeah. like, yo, does no one check this hate mail before it goes out? Like, how committed are you to your hate mail that you can't even like yeah. double check the spelling of it? If, if you if you're not I guess doing a good job on your hate mail, what kind of job are you gonna do once you're elected? <laughs> I guess hateful people just don't check and they just don't care and they're just like. Just send it out, you know. Like it needs to be out before the deadline. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, man, it's it's and it's and it's laughable, yeah. right? But at the same time, it's like, man, I and I've heard this phrase before in the past. You know, people saying that politics is a it's like a very ugly thing to get involved with because it's there's just so much negativity to it. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. But people here locally have kind of been specifically white supremacists here in Springdale have been taking things to a whole other level yeah i i mean the so we mentioned megan's hate mail um where she they put a picture of her um she was she was homecoming queen at the u of a whenever she went to the u of a and And for those that don't know she's running well she is our current state representative of district 89 which covers springdale which is like the the half of springdale that has the biggest diversity right um and she was elected in 2018, and she's running for re-election. Is the, is, is, is the Civic Center in District 89? Uh, it, it's, <laughs> like, sure. it's right by the line. I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, <laughs> I should know this. I, know. I should know this. I think it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure but it is. But if, if it's not, it's, like, right by the line, because the line's kind of, like, by... Um, like I think it's 412. Robinson Avenue. Yeah. Also, it might not be. Yeah, I don't think it is. We'll double-check. Um. Anyways... You know, they they put a picture of Megan on hate mail that said uh, "liberal princess" mm-hmm. um, because she she was wearing a crown. She was doing a, a homecoming parade, yeah. and she was calling the hogs. Um, so she had her fist up in the air, and so they they put a picture up saying like "liberal princess" because she was wearing her crown, and and she had well, her fist up. Fist. Yeah. And the fist, I mean, like that's the same thing they did to Joyce in in Pulaski yeah. County. It's just like. This person supports Black Lives Matter. Um, it, it goes back to the race thing again, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just race baiting here in Springdale. And mm-hmm. you know, for those of you that don't know, Joyce Elliott, she's running for a congressional seat in Little Rock, yep. Pulaski County. Mm-hmm. Um, very tight race. It's actually looking like it might turn, which nobody was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super. The fact that it's tight is. Yeah really nuts um and they did the same thing for her she was protesting for the teachers 
and they took a, like a, a screen grab of some mm -hmm. other picture and, and made it like a, a Black Lives Matter thing, even though she is a black woman. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it's just like the, the Republican Party has done these race baiting things. And that's not, I, I don't know, it, it, I don't know why you'd have to make it racial. Racial, right? Well, they, they know. Like, these candidates and the Republican Party of Arkansas, they know that a lot of the supporters are racists. Yeah. That it's, let's, 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 be, let's be, like, as direct as possible. They know that if they show someone showing any kind of, like, uh, any kind of disagreement with the way society is right now just, just on race, like, that, that's going to make them look bad with white supremacists or people that you know don't like black lives matter they don't even take the time to actually listen to what the what the organization is about and um and i know that they they always accuse of people of color that are candidates you know of being race baiters themselves because when they get attacked racist is racistly a word it's not right racistly is not a no, word no, no. but when they, when they get <laughs> I'm, I'm turning into like using the vocabulary of trump bigly and racist <laughs> racist racistly but uh <laughs> when but really when they when they start using racism that's not race baiting but whenever we say you know i've been called like uh, a, a racial slur and we're put that on social media that's race baiting it's just i don't know man they they really try to mold everything to their advantage um you know and, and i and i say this it's not even a democrat versus republican thing because i mean there's things that i disagree with with Democrats as well, you know, right. like I'm, I, um, but it's more of a like, who are they targeting in our community? What negative thing are they saying that's not appropriate? It's not okay. Like we're in 2020, we, we need to be more advanced on racial issues. But unfortunately, there's folks that don't even want to listen to yeah. where we're coming from. You know, if we say, if we say Black Lives Matter, we're, all, we're obviously anti-police. You know, it's like, no, Apparently. we're saying Black Lives Matter. People are are being killed by police, and we have to talk about this. Yeah, and we have to we have to make sure that we point out the folks that are doing bad things that are killing people, and make sure that they're not on the force. And and just simple things like that gets turned into like, oh, you hate all cops. Yeah, you know, you just hate everybody with the bad. I don't see it like I see it more as a like a person issue. Like you know, who's doing good things, who's doing bad things, who needs to be taken out of of the force or not just not have a badge but people are just intimidated by those kind of conversations they don't want to have those conversations they just want to paint you with one brush and like if you say this you're that and yeah and, and i mean to your point i mean we don't agree with everything that everybody says and we'll vote for the person that we think is best like you said earlier with ricky harrington the libertarian candidate for senate yeah. um here in arkansas like he he's his name recognition has grown a ton yeah. um, because he's, you know, the only opponent against Tom Cotton, but um, it's more about the policy and, and, and the stances, you know, mm -hmm. we're, I'm not voting on, on that based on the hate mail that they're going to send out on Ricky Harrington or Tom Cotton. Right. Even yeah, like though I, we hate Tom Cotton already. Like, yeah, like I had, I had people send me that hate mail piece that, that, that I was telling you about and say like, what the f like what is this you know this mm -hmm. is trash you know so i think it's even making people angry to receive that hate mail and and hopefully you know i mean there's going to be people that are going to be influenced by the hate mail there mm -hmm. obviously is because some people like are going to be too lazy to even look up 
information on the candidate and really figure out who the who they are but i think it's up to us or the people running for office to do their part in making sure that their ideas are are being broadcasted are being highlighted um and us that know you know the stances of those candidates to be outspoken about it you know and and i've been seeing that like i i think this year has been the biggest year when i've seen the most political interaction from latinx youth on instagram like on instagram that's kind of instagram and twitter facebook too right but i feel like us young folks are are more like on instagram yeah and are sharing more political stuff on instagram right yeah and i i think that's something that we saw in the data too is that there's a lot more young people voting i think it's like more than you know i don't want to throw out trump uh superlatives but it's it's more than probably ever <laughs> yeah because i mean the numbers i think the national numbers that that we had that i have seen like on there was this like viral photo going around showing like 2000 i think it was 2016 it was like twenty nine thousand, and and this year it was like 200 and something thousand yeah um so those numbers have got have gone up but hey mike uh, one of my concerns is like us mentioning these numbers uh, motivates people not to show up to vote. Be like, ah, they got they got it covered. No, like, no. still show up. Like, hopefully, we're it gives you FOMO if you haven't gone yet. Please, because it's like, because <laughs> it's like, I remember one of the th- one documentary that I was watching a few months ago about the Mexico elections. I forgot if it was like the late nineteen eighties, but there was a candidate, um, Sal- Carlos Salinas de Gortari. Um, who ended up winning the election. But one of the things that they did is that they broadcasted on the news saying, oh, this candidate's winning, like the opposition. Oh, this candidate's winning. He's winning by a big margin. Uh, and it was part of their strategy to say that, right? And then the people saw that, the people in Mexico, and they were like, oh, well, there's no point of voting then if he's, if he's winning by that big and that candidate lost. Wow. Uh, you know, so I worry, like, if, we're, if we talk about these numbers nationally the, of people showing up to vote but the people here in arkansas specifically in northwest arkansas don't show up because they're like oh but they're, they're already taking care of it joe well, biden will win and right we'll be all right that's what happened in 2016 right that too yeah. i mean like pe- people were uh you know i personally believe that if more people had come out to vote uh you would be in office right now mm-hmm. i i 100 percent believe that but you know, 2016, you were coming for, off of Obama. There were a lot of uh, people on the left that w- yeah. felt comfortable. They were just like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, things are getting a little better. Things mm-hmm. are changing. I'm hopeful. Like, and they just got disengaged with the political process. Yeah. Um, and that's what happened. At, I mean, somebody from the Democratic Party leadership um, told me that they also dropped the ball they thought Mm. hillary clinton was going to be elected so they stopped working as hard as they should have been Mm -hmm. um and because of that like now you have like this huge gop Mm -hmm. um that has all the power in arkansas right when you had you know somebody that was from arkansas as the presidential nominee not too Mm -hmm. long ago it's pretty nuts um and the numbers have gone i mean the numbers have increased like there's in regards to so much better you know i guess one one thing that we can point out in springdale i mean i kind of feel like it's kind of been getting it the the turnout has been increasing you know like back in 2016 whenever i ran um for for the position that i was running like voter turnout increased by i believe 23 percent. you drove it yeah and then megan got us past the finish line in 2018 right yeah and that was i mean like i didn't vote in 2016 Mm -hmm. after that i felt super guilty um 
and I ended up voting. You don't see this, but I'm mad dogging Manny at the moment. Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred. But you know, yeah, this is just being straight up. Like, and I, I think I like I, I have a unique perspective on it um, because I, I have a huge guilt knowing that you know you, you were so close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I was there. I was there on the night that Megan was elected. She, mm-hmm. we were at Black Apple. She was hosting. I her. was there too. Yeah, she was. I think all of our friends <laughs> probably yeah. were. Um, but you know, she was hosting her her election watch party, and you know the the race got called for her opponent early, um, and we actually I, I remember uh, my girlfriend, who was not my girlfriend at the time, told me she was like, you know, they're not counting the absentee ballots they're not yeah. counting the people that were there at the end because the people that were there at the end were the latinos mm. um it was the it was brown people waiting in line um to vote um at, at the very end yeah. and obviously like we th- we figured that those people would help carry megan over and she won by 37 votes it was so it was 29 votes 29 it was i mean so it they was, counted, i guess they they they, they uh because at first it's 37, so I guess it could So I think some of them are, like, absentee, and some of them were, you know, there's there's always going to be a few votes that have a margin of error. Yeah, so it's um, like that, I guess, I, I hope we don't we don't wait till last minute again. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, because that's, that's stressful as hell. Hey, hey, that's spooky. You know, like, it's, it is spooky, man. Like, I, I don't know, like, after election... Um, on election, well, I don't even think the votes are going to be counted all by election night. I know, man. Because that's, of everything. That's, that's what scares me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> after? Audit, yeah, yeah. I after hit- it gets called, I'm going to be crying either way. <laughs> if we win, and I'm ta- when I say we win, I'm talking about, like, you know, not locally and, and nationally. Like, I'm going to cry of happiness. Right. Right? But if we lose, I'm going to cry of sadness, so I'll be crying either way. So, yeah. <laughs> make sure to have a bottle of wine ready. Uh, I, well, for the, and, and just from the data that I've seen... Um, there's not like, at least in Northwest Arkansas, there aren't that many absentee ballots, Mm. um, compared to some of the huge cities. Um, I think there's a lot more in Little Rock, Mm. um, but there are quite a few here in Northwest Arkansas. I don't think it's enough to completely change the direction of any election here. Mm. Um, we're, we're outliers, you know, especially Northwest Arkansas is such a weird region. Um, so are the, what are the, what are the deadlines for? Is it too late for absentee voting? They yes. So okay. it's it you can't um, you can no longer request an absentee ballot, um, but you have to mail it out. I think on Friday this coming Friday because they have to get they have to re- actually receive the mail um, on election day, which is November third. Okay. Um, what's so actually then, you sh- you should be able to drop it off on Saturday. Okay, and then the latest or you Sunday can actually still register off. to vote for the runoff elections. The deadline is November right. 1st for those that haven't registered yet and want to just, in case there's a runoff, I don't think there's going to be a runoff in Springdale. It's highly, highly May- unlikely. Well, maybe the, because uh, Kathy J. Cox is still on the ballot. Mm. So it might be a K- Kathy J. Cox, Van Vost, and, and Mark um, who might end up with a runoff, maybe. But... Um, it's it's too late to register to vote to vote in the general election. I'm just trying to put that out there because I know people are still asking me, unfortunately. Um, but let's not wait last minute. You know, we're posting this episode uh, probably just because of the urgency. We might post it tonight <laughs> just to make sure that yeah. people can listen and like can listen like when they get to work tomorrow morning, Monday morning, and uh, if they haven't voted yet, to show up because this 
it's the most it is the most important election of our of our lifetimes because Absolutely. I mean with the administration right now there's been over 200,000 people that have died during this pandemic and many of them I mean for the most part I mean, didn't have to die you know there should have been other precautions taken to make sure that we were safe as a country um, that weren't and now unfortunately the blood is in the hands of the of this current administration besides the pandemic which is a big thing I mean there's immigration there's um, there's so much that right. we have that we have to vote for and locally I mean we just need to make a difference locally we need better representation we need representation that looks like our city yeah um, and, and that also, needs to change too yeah I mean just opportunity for for more working-class people I mean mm-hmm. that I, I want to remind everybody that the Arkansas Republicans voted to cut taxes for the richest people in Arkansas in this last session um, and and it's thousands of farms have had financial struggles Um, plenty of them in Arkansas uh, went bankrupt because of the Trump health insurance Um, coverage taken away from a lot of people with pre-existing conditions Um, so there's just a lot of different things and and our death toll is rising again man I mean that's that's another scary thing is uh you know i hope people are still taking this pandemic seriously keep wearing your masks y'all yeah um keep washing your hands because uh from the last thing i saw a a fourth of the total deaths um in arkansas um due to covid have happened in the last uh month so there it's gonna rise again as as expected you know that's Mm -hmm. what the cdc said when it gets cold flu season we're gonna see a spike um so we're there um so y'all Keep safe, go vote. What and, else you got? Uh, and and rest in peace, Mr. Billy from Walmart. Ah, uh, straight up, dude, man, Mr. Billy. Like, have you not? Has anybody like not gotten a sticker from Mr. Billy? You know, in Walmart, mm-hmm. I think he was located at the Thompson Walmart here in Springdale. Yeah, right? and then he, I think he spent a little bit of time at the Sam's Club yeah, in yeah. Springdale. Yeah, um, at he the, passed away the yesterday, I believe. He think he. He was uh, living with with cancer, uh, unfortunately. And yeah. I, last time I saw him was like about a year ago, when he was still, at the, I believe he was still at the Thompson Walmart, uh, a little over a year ago. Um, so we saw that news, and it's very unfortunate. So rest in peace, uh, Mr. Billy. And that's the end of the episode this week. Yeah. Make sure you show up to vote. Uh, the the last day to vote is November third, and uh, if there's a runoff, it'll be a different day afterwards. But uh, don't wait till the last day. Please early vote. There's a lot of locations where you can vote the next few days. We're going to post a link uh, underneath this link of the podcast so you can check all the, the different times because there's a lot of times, a lot of different places. There's no excuse not to show up. That's right. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Hopefully you voted by next week, the next time you listen to the next episode. <laughs> Go vote. <laughs> it's time. Please. Thanks, y'all. Take care. Peace. Bye.